Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. We are in Revelstoke, B.C. for the Luna Festival. Having it's- a great time. Mm-hmm. Love the people. Love the area. It's gorgeous. The weather's gorgeous. It is. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's, oh, it's cool, crisp in the evening. It's perfect. But I haven't really had to wear my jacket, which I is know. great. I've noticed the locals are wearing their jackets, and we're like, whew. I know. It's hot. Hot. Well, yeah, but well, I'm always hot. You're hot. Anyway, you're always hot. That's the way it is. <laughs> but it's been great. We did some shopping. We had a great mm. breakfast. We oh, had a great yeah. dinner last night at the, the taco house. I think that's Taco it, Works. Taco, taco works. Club. Taco, taco Club. Taco Club. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, God, it was good. And they have good margaritas. They do there. have good yes. margaritas. We highly recommend. For right. Those we were gonna we were gonna <laughs> spend our Canadian money at the Luna Sound last night because you had to have cash, and yeah. we had so many margaritas at dinner that we didn't spend any money on drinks <laughs> at Luna Sound. Yeah, we were just looking for water. Yeah, but w- there were some great musicians there, very mm-hmm. unique, and a lot of different styles, and it was just really fun. And I believe it's the fifth year of Luna festival the fifth year and mm-hmm. um if you haven't been and you need a new exciting trip come to the luna festival yes or if you can't make it here for this particular weekend just come to revelstoke because yeah. it's beautiful here. it's a gorgeous place yeah, yeah i want to move here but i can't afford i know i know exactly <laughs> but today right? what are we doing today Allie? so today we're really excited to have one of the local artists mm-hmm. ariel hill as our guest and ariel Thank you so much for taking time. I know you're busy with um, the Luna Festival, and we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Ariel Kizike Hill, and I'm an indigenous uh, multi uh, faceted artist um, from Wequemekong Unceded Territory and Six Nations of the Grand River. And I work predominantly with blown glass and sterling silver jewelry. And, and we saw some of your work did. at one of the galleries so in town beautiful. and it's beautiful. Thank so you so much. Tell us a little bit about your, um, your background and how you got here. Yeah, of course. Um, so I had started, I mean, I've been an artist I guess from a young age Um, I started in painting when I was quite young Um, and it wasn't until I went to college that I started in photography Uh, so I did a photography program at Algonquin College in 2003 um, back when they were still teaching film which Mm. is really awesome yeah yeah. so I was grateful to have that experience Um, and then I ended up taking a bit of a hiatus I went to school for journalism and um, moved out west and just kind of took a break from and deciding what I wanted to do Um, and I settled on going to a jewelry program at the Kootenai School of the Arts so they do a a 10-month intensive I guess, certificate program. Mm -hmm. So I did that in Nelson, BC, and it was great. And I still make jewelry to this day. And I had decided to take that one step further and to go and do my BFA at the Alberta College of Art and Design, which is now called um, Alberta University for the Arts. So they've changed their name since. Oh, wow. Um, And are they in Calgary? They are in Calgary, Alberta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I went there to do my BFA 
with the intention of uh, doing jewelry. And I took a glass blowing program, I mean a glass blowing class while I was there and fell in love with it. So mm-hmm. I ended up switching my major and uh, majoring in glass, but now I do both. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It is. And what inspires you? Um, So I'm mostly inspired by elements of the natural world. Um, You know, everything from like large-scale landscape to microscopic details of plants and stones and things like that, Um, which is also directly connected to my culture, like growing up, um, being very connected to the land and having ceremonies that tie you to elements of the seasons or to nature or, you know that kind of stuff and so as much as it's just inspired by nature there's also a cultural connection there right. as well yeah yeah well so actually blowing the glass so you're in the with the tube and the I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly explain blowing glass yeah uh so there's a few different ways you can work with glass mm-hmm. um you can work with glass on a torch and that's still glass blowing you have glass tubes and you have a a torch set up um but that's not uh what i do i i work with um furnace glass so we have a large um crucible in a furnace that stays on all the time at the glass studio I work at and you have a six foot uh, stainless steel pipe and that's how you actually blow the glass so you gather um, fresh molten glass on the end of that six foot pipe and then you shape it with a variety of tools anywhere from wood blocks to um, metal things that look like giant tweezers kind of those are called jacks Mm -hmm. um we use wet newspaper a lot of the time to Mm. uh, form the glass so um by folding it into a certain size and having it wet it creates a um, charcoal kind of um uh layer on the newspaper and that allows the glass to slide back and forth on there but you can actually touch it's almost like you're touching the glass but you have this barrier and so the between the charcoal and and the steam it Mm -hmm. protects your hand from the heat wow yeah oh that's cool yeah some of your glass that I've seen uh, already like I can see that vase right there like Mm -hmm. it's kind of a smoky glass I mean is that because of the color of the glass that you've used or is there how do you get the smoke in it there's just a beautiful I don't know it's got a different texture to me, and I don't yeah. know how mm-hmm. to describe it. It's yeah. really cool. So that's a process that happens after the glass blowing. So I make the pieces with the intention of finishing them that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so once they're done and they've come out of the annealer, which is a giant oven, I guess, or like furnace that you put the glass in, and it has to come down from um, 964 degrees Fahrenheit down to room temperature mm-hmm. um, right. over the course of about 12 to 16 hours. Mm-hmm. So once that piece is... Um, because if it cools too quickly, it will break. Isn't that right? Correct. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, glass doesn't like to change temperature very mm-hmm. um, drastically. So mm-hmm. um, once that comes out of the annealer, um, then you have various processes called cold working. And mm-hmm. so that's working with the glass after it's after the hot part is done, you Mm -hmm. uh, need to make sure that the bottom is flat. And then with my pieces, um, I sandblast them. So Mm -hmm. using a sandblasting medium to get that matte 
Uh-huh. Uh, that's what finish. I mean. Yeah, the yeah. matte finish. I'm like, the yeah. words weren't coming. I'm like, smoky. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> matte. That's it. Yeah. But we knew what you meant. Okay, well, <laughs> it's it, Yeah, it just helps. Um, I think the subject matter that I work with a lot mm-hmm. of times is related to stones or to, um, yeah, water or sedimentary mm-hmm. elements. And so having the glass be matte kind of speaks to that material a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, a little more natural. It does. Yeah. It feels a little more organic somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the colors, you put the colors in the glass when you're working with the glass, and then you've already got the basic structure when you do the sandblasting. Is, yeah. that, is that right? Yeah. Everything is basically the piece is already made. Right. Mm-hmm. So all the colors are there. The shape is there. Mm-hmm. The only element is just how the finish mm-hmm. is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So well, cool. they yeah, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love, I love the organic movement of them. They're really pretty. When we were in the um, the little art gallery downtown in downtown Revelstoke, we saw some of your jewelry too, and that's beautiful too. Thank you. Um, you work yeah. primarily with um, sterling silver. Yes, I only work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sterling silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes I incorporate beadwork in there. So there's like a cross over from my culture and my jewelry mm-hmm. um, training. So I incorporate traditional craft techniques along with, um, yeah, silversmithing. Right. So the beads you make too, they're, they're I mean, the, the ones that I saw, they're made out of glass. Yeah. So um, there's... Uh, I do some torch work. Um, mm-hmm. So if you ever get a chance to try a bead workshop, mm-hmm. um, that's really fun too. So you're melting glass onto these little rods mm-hmm. and you can make your own glass beads. So I do a little bit of that, um, but I also use um, pre-made uh, glass beads for traditional kind of bead weaving bead work. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. So I do, yeah. I guess both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, great. I saw a necklace at the at yeah. the art studio or the gallery that mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go back and buy. I keep <laughs> Ooh, thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, she's like, hmm. it's so pretty. It had the little obsidian, I think, or the, it looks no, what like was that? Abalone. Oh, oh yeah. the pearl one. Pearl. Yeah. yeah. I said mother of pearl. Mother yeah. of pearl. I don't know yes. if that's what yeah. it is, oh, it was that's beautiful. what it looks like. I know, it's, I don't... It's gorgeous. Obsidian is black, isn't it? Yes, it is yeah, black. It's, uh, it's the opposite of that. But yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a white pearl in there, and then also... And that's like a freeform organic yeah. kind of pearl, and then right. there's also a black pearl in there as well. Ooh, it's really yeah. okay, now I'm really going yeah, to buy you, it. You like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's I a lot say, of... I have an aerial hill. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, Hey y'all, it's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in Artcast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So, so go ahead, Allie. <laughs> we do this a lot. I know we do this a lot. So, <laughs> so Ariel, um, you're one of the things that we thought was, well, Megan, of course, my daughter, who knows you, um, is the one that said, oh, you've got to talk to Ariel. I love her work. <laughs> um, and she said, she mentioned, you know, the fact that you are... Um, 
uh, that you have this this cultural influence in your work. And I think we would really like to know more about that and the traditions that you are that you come from. Yeah, of course. Um, so, um, both sides of my family are indigenous and on my mother's side, we are Odawa um, from Manitoulin Island, uh, Wequemecong unceded territory. Manitoulin is one of the biggest, or it, it is the biggest freshwater island in the world. Um, oh. It's a really beautiful area. Um, and then my dad's uh, side of the family, we are Onondaga uh, eel clan from Six Nations of the Grand River. Uh, so both in Ontario, um, mm-hmm. just to give you some context of where yeah. that mm-hmm. is. Um, so they both have different cultural practices, but I grew up with both elements um, being involved in and surrounded by both cultures. So anywhere from going to powwows to ceremonies, um, just even being on the land and like eating traditional foods, you know, mm-hmm. fish and and hunted game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's this it, within both cultures, within I think any indigenous culture around the world, there's this very strong connection to the land because that's how you, you know, survive and that's you're surrounded, but with the you know, trees or certain plants and you get to know which plants are edible and which aren't and like mm-hmm. different medicinal properties. And from all of that kind of ancestral knowledge, we have what our indigenous cultures are today that are still very connected to all of those things. So, you know, knowing all your traditional medicines uh, in on my mom's side, there's, uh, you know, the four medicines, cedar, sage, sweetgrass and tobacco. So all of those have a different purpose or element that Mm -hmm. involved in ceremonies or in smudging. And then there's also this connection to seasons or to harvest time or to, you know, knowing parts of a tree that can be used for craft or can be used for clothing or um, medicinal properties. So growing up in an indigenous family, you already have this really deep respect for the world around you, right? Um, more specifically, the natural world around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess, yeah, I've always been inspired by that from a very young age. And as as I got older and um, went to art school, and quite often I'd be making work about sedimentary landscapes, being very interested in the layers that you could see in the stone mm-hmm. and how that represents time mm-hmm. and how short our time has been on this earth and, right. and how it makes you feel small. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the natural world around us is so much bigger than us. Right. right. And the history there is so long and that sedimentary landscape kind of speaks to that, that what's around us is going to always be more powerful right. than our presence. Yet we feel like we have this control over the natural world. Right. And it's, we don't. And we yeah. don't. Yeah. Right. So, it is humbling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so working with those concepts, I've always, you know, been asked, how does that relate to my culture? Or why don't I make work more directly related to my culture? I feel like people try and like... Pigeonhole you. Pigeonhole oh, you sure. as an indigenous yeah. artist. But I had to explain that just making art about nature is, there's an indigenous mm-hmm. background there. Right. Like right. it's, it's intrinsic to that subject Mm -hmm. matter and um, I'm connecting the 
pieces uh, a little bit more literally these days in my practice. Or maybe I'm just, I didn't want to be pigeonholed, so I kind of Mm -hmm. veered away from that. But now that I've reached a point in my life, I want to talk about it more than I am um, exploring Mm -hmm. more traditional crafts and how that can overlap with my contemporary practice. Right. How did you end up in Revelstoke? Uh, I followed a boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's always always a boy. boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a man, but... We uh, we were dating, and I was in art school, and he lived here in Revelstoke. And um, when I graduated, it was yeah, it was a pretty easy it's decision. Pretty place, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful spot. I lived in Banff for a really long time. I think twelve or thirteen years. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's a gorgeous place, but it's very very busy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so it was nice to move to a different mountain community mm-hmm. that. Um, it is growing for sure here in mm-hmm. Revelstoke, but there's a little bit slower pace right. here, which yeah. is nice. So Yeah. yeah. We well, it's a, it's a much smaller community mm-hmm. and a big deal in the wintertime. But now the summer is starting to gain a little traction, too. Megan told me that, you know, the summer would be really quiet and it would just be the small town community. But now people are discovering the water play as well as the snow play yeah and there's also there's so many things you can do here in the summer um and our mountain biking scene is really picking up mm. oh yeah 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 I did that too mm-hmm. so there's uh the resort has now has a bike park but we also have been pushing and developing a lot of trails we have a really good uh revelstoke cycling association and yeah, just lots of stewardship for the trails and, and psych about it. But now people are starting to flock here in the summer as well. There's great water sports, great fishing, mm-hmm. great hiking. Just, I mean, it's a great little town. It's yeah. really sweet. And it's just kind of, I think it's pretty quaint. Yeah. And there's good food and there's great galleries. I mean, that's, I was going to mention, you're not only here in the gallery here, but you're in several other galleries. Where where else can people see your work? Uh, so I am represented by um, Guildworks, which is in Prince Edward County in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have work, uh, jewelry work at the Banff Trading Post in Banff, uh, Coaltown Goods in Fernie. I carry my glass and jewelry at Project A in Canmore. Mm-hmm. And then it just depends on what kind of opportunities arise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be doing a show coming up in late January at the Canadian Clay and Glass Gallery in Waterloo Ooh. as part of the their Emerging uh, Talent series. So mm-hmm. working towards that and yeah, we'll see what comes. Fun. And do you have a website? There. I do. It's uh, akhstudios.ca. And okay. of course you're on Instagram. Right. Yes. Yes. A- Again, AKH Studios, but there's a little um, underscore, under, underscore in between the AKH and Studios. Yeah, so you check can it find out me because there. then you can see some of the, her beautiful yeah. work. It's and yeah. we'll take some pictures too. Oh yeah, put it on our yeah we'll, on our Facebook. We'll post. tag it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But oh, it's beautiful, and I love the. Um, I actually love the fact that you've you've taken your your um, your cultural influence, but you have run on your own and I think that's Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome yeah yeah it's great to have well I feel like as an indigenous artist 
I love, you know, that that traditional practice and those traditional crafts that I learned as a child and and learning new ones too. I just did a quill um, quill box workshop at my home community in on Manitoulin Island oh, cool. to learn that very long-standing craft, but I'm I'm learning it now. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there's uh, I feel like as an indigenous artist, it's nice to also be seen as a contemporary artist and that not mm-hmm. everything belongs in a museum and, and right, right. that um, indigenous artists work in all kinds of mediums and with all kinds of ideas. And so it's important to um, have that representation yeah, as well. Have a sure. presence and, the, sure. and that creativity, mm-hmm. which we're all about yeah. that creativity. Freedom. And yeah. freedom. And, yes, yeah. we love Creative that too. freedom. Yeah, yeah. Right. we need all that. Yeah. yeah, it's important. I usually find mine in the garden in my backyard, but um, not yeah. this year. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's in my studio, but yeah. yep. and I love the glasswork, but mm-hmm. that's like a passion that I haven't tried. But yeah, it's never too late. I know, I know. It's 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 could happen. It could. You never know. What is this uh, sediment series? Oh, what is? This? Oh, my indigenous name. Uh, oh, okay. Is uh, Benanches, which is little bird. Oh, so, um, that's sweet. Benanches, 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 Benanches. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I love great. that you have named your um, exhibit honor and respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the specific exhibit, Honor and Respect, was um, an exploration of all the types of mediums that I've worked with. So there was uh, beadwork in there, there was glass blowing, jewelry, photography, and watercolor painting, and it was all kind of melded together. And mm-hmm. and there was, it was kind of sectioned off, you know, there was a glacier series, a moss series, a sediment series, and then a Columbia River Stone series. So they were all kind of explored mm-hmm. um, with each of the mediums. And I did a matriarch uh, photo uh, triptych with my grandmother and my mother and myself just to show that like legacy. Oh, nice. That's mm-hmm. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah. So this whole exhibit was kind of just an honor of like the culture I was raised with and how Mm -hmm. it um, and then my respect for not only nature but yeah for that culture as well so I tried to do a lot of um, translations with my grandmother she's Mm -hmm. a language keeper um, for the Anishinaabuin language Um, oh wow yeah so we translated a lot of the titles of the work so that they were available in both um, and then I included my indigenous name alongside my mm-hmm. name um, with the exhibit as well. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, my middle name Kazike means uh, to be in flight. So, oh, there's cool. like so two little bird there. to yeah. be in, in flight. flight. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We um, we have the Coeur d'Alene tribe in Coeur d'Alene, um, mm-hmm. and we have uh, talked to Leanne Campbell, Mm -hmm. who is the keeper of the traditional arts there. And um, she just left the casino recently to um, explore her own creativity a little bit more and study a little bit more. But we've taken some classes with her. And um, it's really fun to hang out um, with her and some of her um, 
her people there because they all practice their language mm-hmm. and they're trying to keep their language and I love that I yeah. just I think that's so important it's so interesting to hear yeah. them speak yeah it's important to include it you know even in street signs or when you come into a town like mm-hmm. including some of that language element representation is just right so and important yeah. yeah I feel like that's done much better here than it is in the states we we yeah, have a, we got a long way to go. We yeah, got a long yeah. way to go. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we that do. is <laughs> so true. Yeah, but we're starting yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah, right. It's, uh, even last night at Luna Sound, I there was that. a lot of Indigenous mm-hmm. representation, mm-hmm. Um, which, being an Indigenous person in this arts community, it it felt really good. Yeah, for oh, that's me good. to see that and to feel like we have a voice here mm-hmm. and. and uh, they are from, you know, different indi- indigenous communities, but mm-hmm. them coming here and, and sharing that their art with us or their their music or their dance, it it uh, it really means a lot. And I think that it makes me feel more included here mm-hmm. in this community. Um, so yeah, yeah it's that important. makes sense. Yeah, anytime you have an arts festival, make sure you you include your local indigenous. Uh, Absolutely. Communities. Yeah. 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 And we've, we have tried to incorporate in our programs, um, land acknowledgements Mm -hmm. and, you know, just recognizing and, and, and letting our community recognize the importance of the people that were there before Before we took over. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, in Revelstoke, we are on, uh, the traditional territories of four nations. So the Okanagan, the Sinaiqsht, the Sequemic and the Tunaha, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so that's important to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. We also, um, I've been working with a team that are producing a film uh, that should be out this fall. I'm not going to give away too much, but okay. yeah. um, it's talking about a prominent mountain in this town and being named after a problematic colonial figure. Mm. And, oh, interesting. And, interesting. And, uh, how that happens in a lot of mountain communities. Mm-hmm. So kind of just unpacking that a bit for people and it's it's just a starting point but it's important work so I'm really grateful to be on that project which oh that's awesome be able to share with everybody soon Hey ladies, have you heard about Nia yet? Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace. I'm a proud board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and owner of Nia. That's short for the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in leadership development specifically focused in connecting women to programs and workshops and the network to educate, empower, and enrich their lives. Our goal is to make positive impacts in our community while helping other women in North Idaho succeed. Next up is our Women of Impact Leadership Roundtable Series and our Women with Cool Jobs event. Those are both kicking off in the fall, so I hope you'll look us up. You can find us on Facebook at Women of Impact CDA or just give us a call at 208-660-1557. Go out and make it an impactful day. So, um, Ariel, what is... um what is the Luna Festival and what can we expect tonight? Because we've been talking to our community about the Alleries, which are really exciting. But mm-hmm. we, I know there's a lot more to it. Yeah, so it's a three-day festival. So yesterday was uh, Luna Sound, so various um, musical venues uh, with 
different acts happening all over town. Uh, there were four venues last night. And then today we have Luna Arts. So it's a nocturnal arts festival. So it happens um, after six o'clock and we have all these installations being popped up all over downtown. So there's kind of a, see map. this map. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a six or like a, I don't know what you call this, six block radius? Sure, uh -huh. yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds right. Um, of downtown core where there's going to be 43 different installations. Wow. Uh, some of those are performance-based mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of them are interactive um so you, people can walk through these installations oh, cool. or they can peer into them uh then we also have the art alleries which are permanent installations that happen in revelstoke in the alleys um so bringing really beautiful artwork and putting it into the alley and illuminating it and mm -hmm. having it be a legacy so all of these art galleries we just keep building on it yeah um it. so if you come to oh, so the art that's in there now will may stay there yeah. and then they just add to it well uh, they'll they'll keep putting new locations putting new, yeah, oh, yeah i love that yeah so some of the installations tonight in the alleys will be digital so those will just be for tonight right oh, okay. and then others will be permanent installation so like we just saw mona lisa last night by mona skisa mona, mona skisa yes mm -hmm. so it's mona lisa made out of all ski equipment and it's actually stunning it's very large and it's very cool and i don't know the artist's name we you His were name told buchanan. and i rob rob buchanan rob yeah. buchanan right. very yeah. cool so that will stay yeah. Oh, that's been up for a few years. Oh, now. it has been oh, up for yeah. a few so years. Okay. It's new to us, but yeah. right. it's very cool. We're yeah. like, wow, that's we need the alleys in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. Yeah. Anything in particular we should be looking out for? Well, I am on the Big Eddie Glassworks team and mm -hmm. we have uh it's Bubble Works. Where is it? Here. Yeah, we we have to go to that. Oh yeah. For sure. So we have um by the time this comes out, it'll already be right. done, done, so uh -huh. I can give away all the surprises. Yeah, because right. yeah. yeah, a lot of these installations, people don't know what to expect. Uh -huh. All they see is a title, Yeah, and then you go around and you find them, and then it's the first time seeing it, mm -hmm. so it's pretty fun. So we have a um, an old bathtub that's going to be filled with glass bubbles, and then there's going to be glass bubbles hanging all from this gazebo. Mm -hmm. um, oh, cool. And then there's going to be fun lights and a bubble machine, and it's just going to be this love interactive it. space where you're in a bubble bath. Oh, cool. That, that'll be fun. <laughs> that's yeah. great. So we are stringing up hundreds of bubbles. Of bubbles. Oh, yeah. Mm, which oh, will be fun. what I'll get back to when, yeah. right. when we're Done when we're done, yeah. I know, oh I know. Great. We're keeping her from oh, no. from working. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So where where do you see your artwork going from here? Are you ready to explore something new? Yeah, I think after art school, there was this bit of a break where I just wanted to make and you know find ways to sell it. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of coming full circle back to a point where I want to explore concept again and and um, find ways to make that work so applying for shows and exhibits that allow you to have that self-expression but in making work that's not necessarily geared towards selling right um, 
mm-hmm. grant opportunities, things like that. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting back into the conceptual side of my work and mm-hmm. developing new things. I mean, the sediment series is always going to be there. There's certain mm-hmm. jewelry that I make that's always going to be there. And that's how I, you know, keep a roof over my head. But then right. there's these new concepts that I'm starting to explore that um, will hopefully I can keep having a good balance of both. So yeah, right. the, the show I have coming up at the Canadian Clay and Glass Gallery um, will give me an opportunity to do that and hopefully maybe applying for some residencies and and workshops mm-hmm. next summer. Um, oh, I've, right. Yeah, I've decided to take a step back next summer from the glass shop. It's just really, really hot. It is really oh, hot yeah. in there in the, in the summer. So I'm going to take that opportunity to hopefully find some residencies. Like if I free up that space, mm-hmm. hopefully it creates room uh, to keep growing as an artist. Maybe we can get you to Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. That, that would, would be, be cool. We'd yeah. love that. Yeah, that would be, be fun. Awesome. Yeah. It's a beautiful area down there. It is yeah. a beautiful area. And yeah. we are a pretty vibrant art community yeah. ourselves. So it would be lovely to have you yeah. come and bring your your art expression down there and yeah. maybe share it. Maybe at Emerge. Emerge would be perfect. Wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Emerge is our nonprofit gallery there that... Yeah. Um, that um, promotes emerging artists and oh, lovely! It's yeah. really cool. It's a it's a beautiful space. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. for wow. sure. Ooh, well, thank Ooh. you so much for yes. taking the time to come talk to us. This has been great. We're really excited we have to about go to tonight. that shop and go get Allie that necklace. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Amazing. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for having me yes. and giving me this opportunity. And Absolutely. I look yeah. forward to bumping into you oh, downtown yeah. tonight. That's right. Yeah. I know it'll be bath. fun. <laughs> Yeah, and just a note to the anyone who's listening, um, the Luna Festival is usually the uh, last weekend in in September. Yes. So the Luna Festival will have already passed by the time you hear this, but um, it can check it out next. Check year. it out for next plan year. ahead. Plan, yeah, for sure. Because it's great. Yeah, yep. it's worth the trip. Mm-hmm. It is worth the trip. Yep. We've had a blast. Yes, we have. And we will still have a blast. Yes. I want to come back next year. Yeah. I know. Oh, I forgot to mention. Sorry. Go oh, ahead. Um, yeah, so we did, I had talked about the oh. Luna Arts, the Luna Alleries, and then on Luna Sound, and then oh, Sunday yeah. we right. have uh, Luna Studio. So that's an opportunity on Sunday to get a bit more insight into the works by specific artists. Mm-hmm. So there are um, six different artist talks scheduled for Sunday uh, Sunday morning from 10 till about 2. Oh, great. great. Yeah, so that's a, a little bit more Intensive. personal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for Get sure. a bit closer to the art and get, uh, you can uh, opportunity to ask the artist questions and things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, all three days. Yay. I know, I know. This is a really, a really packed weekend mm-hmm. of just immersing yourself in the arts here. In, which we love. Yes, which we always love. Yeah. <laughs> You'll go home tired <laughs> and oh, happy. Yes, we will. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Very But good. when we leave, we're going to Nelson. We're going to go play at a nice hotel with a spa <laughs> and everything. So Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking forward we're like, to that, too. So hard, we have to go to the spa. Right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you again. Yes, thank you. Um, we're looking forward to tonight. And yes. I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA. 
North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.